All right, guys. Uh, it's been a minute. You know, I think we said that a few too many times lately. I think, you know, uh, every time we, in the last uh, few months here, every time that we start a podcast, it always has to be, well, welcome back. We've been gone six months. <laughs> <laughs> well, hasn't quite been and, and not this time, but in, in you know, it, we've, it's been a couple months. Yeah. Um, I think the holidays kept us pretty busy, you know. I uh, Life in general. Life got busy. Yeah. Uh, right after uh, October, after the last show we did, which was the downtown LA extravaganza. Mm. That was a great night. Yeah. I loved that place. I just, I, I can think and think of more and more places to go down there. You know, and I, more keep popping up. So. Yeah, yeah. It seems like it's growing like a fungus. Yeah. You know, I was uh, I don't down. I wanted to be, you know, we want good places to come up. The problem is, I think even good places come and go, as we yeah. experienced. You know. Yeah, yeah. I think the um, I did run to a, I went down there uh, a couple weeks ago, and we'll, we'll touch on some other stuff from the past. But the uh, had a chance to go downtown LA with my godson. He is he was turning twenty one, and his dad, his mom, and some friends were going to go down there and hit some spots. So we ended up hitting, uh, the first thing we did is went down to um, Boomtown. You know, before we get into Boomtown. Where, I, though, I, is Boomtown? Boomtown's like kind of like, uh, I guess it's uh, south east of like the downtown district market area where we like to go. Down Broadway. It's like, I'd say about a mile east of there is where I think it is. Okay. But, uh, you know, before we get started... I forgot to shout out to our uh, newest lovely sponsor, Pickle Wagon. The Pickle Wagon is uh, a company that we're starting up ourselves, and we're going to pickle everything. Uh, we're going to pickle pickles. Uh, we're going to make pickle chips and pickle pickle spears and pickle whole pickles. And uh, we're also going to pickle, we're going to pickle everything. We'll, we'll have a website up soon. Uh, we'll have uh, Brussels sprouts and broccoli and all those delicious veg. Any, anything pretty much to get uh, some of the good veg inside of you. Uh, plus, they're super delicious. I've been trying a few different things and had some luck. So people have had some good feedback. Yeah. What's your take on it? I love them. I yeah. mean, I can't say I'm a connoisseur, but I know what I like. Yeah. And those happen to be quite delicious. You know what I've, I've gotten the feedback from people that I wasn't expecting? I got some feedback saying best pickles I've ever had. Yeah. I've gotten three or four of those. Um, I've gotten... Um, I, got I can some, say that. I can say those are the, that's, yours are the best I've ever had. That just seems crazy. No, but, I mean... Yeah. Okay, well, I'm good to hear it. I, I don't know if it's because they're fresher. I mean, you give them to You're also partial. Fresh. You're impartial. Uh, that's not true. But I I did get some surprising feedback. I was... um. I got you know pictures of uh, empty jars. <laughs> you know, I've gotten pictures of half-eaten jars going, well, we just got them yesterday. <laughs> They're already gone. You know, 32 ounces of pickles. Uh, I've done, you know, chips and chunks and spears and uh, the, the kind of the slices all the way down lengthwise. Yeah, those work well in sandwiches. Work well in sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Um, I did those, uh, pi- those ones all at Johnny's Pastrami in Culver City. Yeah, the, which the, is not normal, right? No, it's I mean, not a normal, not a normal cut. No. Probably what is it? You know, three quarters of an inch. Three quarters inch. of an inch. Yeah. Uh, what else have I done? Uh, just you know, trying to pickle everything. You know, everything from uh, I want to do. I want to do beets. I want to do various things. Good, you know, quality, uh, you know, nutrient rich stuff. And I'm going to add some herbs and spices that are going to make it uh, more flavorful. But uh, they'll they'll be out soon. We'll have a website up. Uh, just look look for uh, pickle wagon pickles. And, uh, well, let me tell you the story behind Pickle Wagon. Uh, when I was in high school, I had a good friend named Jim. 
and uh, he had this uh, 59 Apache pickup truck. And it's, it was a long bed Chevrolet, uh, you know, big motor, made a lot of noise. And uh, I had my dad's truck, which is a 56 pickup truck stepside, uh, but it was green. You know, it was the forest green, kind of looked like a pickle. So one day um, I called his truck because his truck was had a brown top and beige sides and other brown accents, and I, I called it a turkey truck. And I don't even know where it came from. Maybe he, somebody else said it, but I ended up calling it that. And he was like, he was like, oh, yeah, well, we riding around that stupid pickle wagon, you know. And, and so I, I didn't think, about, I think much of it, you know. I didn't think much of that. I mean, I, I, we kind of we laughed it off. And we, we'd, every time we see each other's vehicles, we'd always say, oh, look at your stupid you know, turkey truck. So anyways, uh, you know, years gone past. And uh, I was thinking about this thing with pickles. You know, I made some pickles, liked them. Everybody seemed to like them. I was like, oh, you know, I mean, well, I should, maybe well, I we should. We used to call you that pickle wagon uh, also because it lo- it's the green, it it's like that same yeah. green. It's a, yeah, it's a kind of a weird forest green kind of thing. And then it was round, you know, it's a round truck. And it kind of cause, you know, smacks of a pip- pickle maybe, you <laughs> yeah. know. So um, anyways, the uh, think about something, you know, something to call this thing with the pickles. And I said, what should it call it? And I thought of a few names, but I was like, you know, then the, the name Pickle Wagon came to my mind. And uh, there it is. So we're going to call it the Pickle Wagon Pickles. The pickle Wagon. Yeah. Because you know what? If it's the Pickle Wagon, yeah. it doesn't have to just be pickles, right? I mean, it's... No, no. No, you can actually put all... Things. You can put all kinds of things in your wagon. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so so anyways, uh, back to downtown LA um, recently. We, we've been exploring. Been wanting to explore the Edison still. Uh, we you talked know, about it before. We keep saying we're going to go, and something always seems to come up. Yeah, I just haven't been back. You know, haven't been back. Been wanting to get over there. I heard it's super special, and uh, it was a neat place. But we'll get there soon. Um, I had a chance to go to this place called Boomtown. My twenty-one-year-old uh, godson um, had this. Uh, you know, was hell bent on being twenty-one. <laughs> so we went to this. Uh, I showed up a little early. Got there. They had dart boards and ping pong tables. Kind of like one of those uh, warehouse kind of setups, you know, lots of brick and you know re- reclaimed wood and you know f- and uh, the plants of the day, you know, succulents everywhere. Oh really? You know, such eh, a thing now. Yeah, it's everywhere. <laughs> so um, it was it was pretty cool. You know, it was real mellow. You know, we went in the middle of the afternoon on a uh, Saturday, I think, and uh, everybody finally showed up and we uh, had a couple of beers, hung out for a couple of hours, chatted it up, and uh, then we moved on to um, this place. I can't. Can't really pronounce it. Um, let me see if I can pull it up on the ultra webs here. Um, it's like worst. I, <laughs> I don't even know. Spell, uh, it, let me, spell let, it. Let me let me see if I can. Pull, as soon as you push in W U R. Worst. Oh, here you go. Spell it. W U R S T. Okay. Uh, K U C H E. So worst Kush. I don't know. That's it's a. It's a. Let's see where is this located. It's uh, there's apparently one in Venice, and this one's in downtown. And uh, they had uh, a wide selection of different brats, and rolls and sandwiches and you know sides and this and that. Um, it was pretty good. You know, it wasn't my favorite place for that. Um, I, you know, I, I tried to get them to, you know, do me a, a tasting menu, you know, um, something so I could try the various ones. The ones that I had, I just had them put it, you know, take the buns out 
put them on the side. Give me a bunch of sides. Give me some of the uh, some dipping sauces. And uh, they were pretty good. You know, I've had better, I think. Uh, there's, a, there's a place in uh, Silver Lake, two of them, in fact, that make uh, really great brats. And uh, the ones I had, though, yeah, they weren't bad. It was, it was Rattlesnake, the one I had. Rattlesnake, and then I had... Um, Wait a minute. That's the name of it, not what it really is. Yeah, I'm pretty okay. sure it is. Let's look at the menu here. Um, if I'm not mistaken, they, uh, the, one of their the better ones is the Rattlesnake. It's actually... Rattlesnake. Is that what you're let, let me. Me. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't think they, they would call it rattlesnake brat unless it was some rattlesnake in it. Mm. But uh, whilst I pulled up the menu, um, the uh, it wasn't bad. It was it was, it was a nice place, you know, real hipster, you know, hip, hip kind of place. A lot of young people in there uh, drinking beers. Beers weren't very good, actually. They weren't uh, good? No, I, I didn't find a beer that I liked at the place. But they, I, they make their own beer? I think they did because they could not give me something that I liked. Oh, and I pulled up their menu, and I do see it. Rattlesnake and rabbit. Is that the yeah, one you had? Yeah, that was probably it there. Lord almighty. Rattlesnake and rabbit with jalapeno peppers. That was good. That wow. was pretty good. Yeah, and then I think I had an, the, their second best one, which was, was duck or the duck. Duck and bacon with jalapeno? Yeah, yeah, I had that. Interesting. Yeah, and uh, I, did, I didn't have them on a bun. You know, I, I had them. I had them kind of uh, uh, sliced on the on the bias. Mm-hmm. You know, I had uh, several dipping sauces. Um, I had the. You um, had a request that they. Or yeah, you yeah. Well, I, this happened before one time. I was at a place in Silver Lake, as I was saying, with a friend of mine, uh, Dave, and uh, we were down there eating. He says, "Oh, this place is really good." So we go in there, and they were nice enough to set me up for a little tasting menu. I said, mm-hmm. "Just give me, you know, give me three or four of these things. Right. Slice them on the bias. Give me some sauce. Give me four or five of these sauces, and let me have at it." And they were like, "Oh yeah." So it was cool enough. I went back the next time, and they had it on the menu. So it wasn't on the menu originally. No, no, no. <laughs> but uh, they, it seems smart, though. It seems I mean, the way like, to do it. I mean, you know, because I mean, look, not everybody wants to go in for a hot dog. Because if you go in and you buy one, you're just going to have that one, mm-hmm. and you're not going to get a chance. To, I mean, because you're so full on the bread right. and all the the uh, what is it called the um, what's that stuff called the uh, the you know the the uh, was cabbage they, they put on top of hot oh, dogs sauerkraut. sauerkraut sauerkraut and the the all the vegetables and the the toppings. You know, you're only going to have one. You know, maybe right. maybe two, but you're really not tasting the brat by itself. You're right. not getting a taste for that. You're getting a taste all that other stuff plus the brat. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, me, I'm like going in to to give you a review or give you an assessment of what I think of the actual of the actual the product, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why I like to do. It. So um, went in there. It was a kind of a big place, uh, oddly shaped. Unfortunately for me, the the, the entryway was kind of small. Uh, you kind of had to curl around this little entry area. Then you walked down this long hall hallway into this dining area, which was kind of like a, you know, just kind of a lower house space. It was kind of nice. You know, it was all right, you know. So um, then after that, uh, the kid wanted to go to uh, this place called Bar Code. No, a bar? No. Barcade. Oh, Barcade. Barcade. So it's an arcade and bar. Yeah. And, you know, um, he lo- they liked it, I think. Uh, They're young, by, 21. Yeah, by this time though, they you know, but nobody played the games. You know that was the weird part for me. Uh, you know they everybody stood around drinking, which you could have done because they anywhere. were hell bent on getting drunk. Oh yeah, he was you're 21. 21. Yeah, you're 21, and you have a you have your hell bent on hurting yourself. Right. And I, I didn't see. I, I was like, well, hey, let's go do this. Let's go down. And by the time they were already too gone. So. Here, have a glass of water. Nope. <laughs> don't want the water. Don't want to. Don't want to hear your old. You know, opinion, old man. Yeah, let me you just know, get drunk. let me just I'm get 21. hammered. Yeah, I'm 21. <laughs> I, I'm, I need to get into a fight. 
I need to hit on some girls that will never talk to me. Otherwise, <laughs> I need to I need to make a fool out of myself before the night's over. So uh, I don't know. I, 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 an, I actually left a little early, so I don't know how all that went, but I can imagine. Hopefully. Yeah, I'm sure all was fine. I well, I, I did I did see a little rowdiness on the tail end, oh, not not from my, right. not from my godson, but from another one of the party the goers. party goers. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of like mm, I'm glad I left at this time because <laughs> you know it's funny because we, they we're outside the um, the place and it's right on the street there, and uh, the you know because it's not like you know, it's not back in a parking lot like the building is right the the entrance is right on the street right so I was uh, I had my car was parked around this parking lot and I. Uh, I came out of the paid lot and I drive around and I'm and just coincidentally, I'm happened to realize I'm driving right next to the place. Right in front of it. So, but I left everybody in a good, you know, good enough Nick. I went and I said, Hey, bye hugs. When I drive around the front and I see my, my godson's father out on the street, uh, counseling some young lad who had had too much and bibed a little too hard. And so, <laughs> so you're like, I'm glad I'm out of here. Well, I stopped, I stopped the car and I just rolled the window and I said, is everything okay? And I, he was like, just go, man. You're good. Mm-hmm. And then the, the guy was like, the, the, the kid that he was counseling was like, yeah, go like that. Get out of here, old man. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm so, I'm so glad I left at that time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, so yeah, no, but the, the crazy part is that I, I, I realized that you know, there's several ways to enjoy yourself. Um, you don't need to get drunk when you do these things. I mean, it's, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm, when I go out to, on the town, I, I get very close to being, you know, overly intoxicated. But I never reach the point of where I where the where you are when you're young. Yeah, but that's the, that you just said it. When you're young, when you're young, you we did that so many times. Yeah. So yeah, Chingo. You know. Been there, done that. Yeah, I'm glad I left at the time I yeah. did. Yeah, really, really. But so you it. like the area that you were in, or is no. it kind of shitty? No, no, I won't say Oops, that. I'm I won't, sorry. I won't say. That. Hey, you know what? Chingao. We're I'm trying to get. Sorry. We're trying to get more people to listen to our show, and they're gonna stop fucking cussing so much. Oh my god. So, <laughs> anyways, uh, I was down there, and I realized this was like, uh, I, you know, where we like to go is like the uh, uh, what's that called? The Broadway and the District area, the the uh, the Center City Market or the Center Market there. And uh, right around that area, you can find a lot of really cool things to do. You know, whether yeah. it be a thing to see or a thing to eat or whatever or a thing to drink, it's right, it's right there. And you can go from one spot to the next and just you know feel like kind of I don't I'm not saying safe. You know, there's no safety, but you feel like it's like it's all within walking distance. Yeah, but yeah, that's the thing. You can walk from you know yeah. one block to the yeah. next, and you're in and, another spot. And steps. yeah, and you can go from one door to the next. Like I mean, yeah. like literally, it, what, right? What I, from <laughs> upstairs oh, to yeah. downstairs. Yeah, 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 and then yeah. And two, two stores down, and yeah. Where at where we were was seemed a little more uh, sparse. You know, if you wanted to get there, you had to move your car and repark it and go three blocks over and repark your car. So <clears throat> so it wasn't quite as handy. Right, right. And then when I was like, well, hey, you know what, this guy's, why don't we get into the car? Or why don't we um, just, you know, find something right here so we don't have to move our cars. And we'll just, um, you know, let's say find some activity. Because mm-hmm. by this time, you know, everybody's a little, you know, overly intoxicated. And I was like, you know what, let's just, let's go do bowling. Well, let's go to see a little show or let's go, you know, let's go have a dessert or something. Dude, you're not going to be able to talk to anybody that's ha- drunk or half drunk. Yeah, so. it was it was too late. <laughs> it was too late. If I caught him about, okay. if I caught him an hour earlier, it would been better. Oh, well. So, anyways. So, uh, what else? What else have you been up to? Oh, well, you know, I think I think we were going to talk about the um, 
What's the name of that place? Water you grill. The water grill. Yeah. I, I, I know it's been around a long time. And a lot of people have heard about it, but um, mm-hmm. I, I really, really enjoyed that. But we hadn't been. We, we hadn't been. been. And we Reno. went to the one in Santa Monica. The one in Santa Monica. <clears throat> and I hadn't, I had never been there. And I, I really kind of, I mean, I, whenever I see like a chain of seafood places like Chart House or something like that, I tend to get, you know, a little, you know, weary of it. Yeah. Like <clears throat> crab, Joe's Crab Shack. And the, lo- the lobster. Yeah. The, what is it? That lobster. The red lobster, yeah. you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, because you know you have to buy in a certain quantity, and you know the ocean is not full of these, you know, delectable treats. So you have to get a lot of stuff frozen, or you know, get some lower quality crap, and then you sell mm-hmm. it at a you know premium. So, but I, I was really, really surprised by my experience at the Water Grill. <clears throat> didn't you know? Didn't have the normal fare. I'm not one of the guys that. You know, goes in and goes for the most expensive thing on the menu. In fact, I'm a cheapskate, so I actually try and find things that are not expensive, that or or you know, it, even it's if it's so not, even if it's expensive, maybe it's something that's going to be unique enough for me to remember. And I did remember yeah, one and, and dish. You have to, and and I'm going to correct you because it's not true. You you'll get you'll pay whatever it costs if it's really good. So that's not true. Well, you're okay. So you're, you're right. I'm I'm you know being a little overzealous with that, but. Um, yeah, when it comes to going in like to this place, so the kind of place you go to is like they have like different ranges. You know, you, if you want to go whole hog, you spend fifty five dollars and get you a uh, uh, the crab legs. You know, or you spend you know right, whatever for the lobster. lobster tail, or mm-hmm. you get you know da da da. And uh, they're ordinary for me in the in where I've been. Like you know, what's that the chart house or what's that one in Malibu? Um, Gladstone's. Gladstones or one of those places. You know, you can walk out of there very easily spending three or four hundred dollars and just feel hungry. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Uh, what I was surprised at is they had this, uh, what was it called? Um, quinoa topped with um, oh, some of this, their, the butternut their squash. So we, what we ended yeah. up getting was um, a little bit of everything, right? We had um, a bunch of oysters because we wanted to try all their oysters. So we, we ordered from the raw bar. And then we ordered other stuff, right? Um, a couple sides and a couple... And a couple uh, dishes. So I'm trying to find them. I'm like on their website. Um, and I know other people. And we kind of shared some of the other things, yeah, right? So yeah. other people were ordering things. But but let me just say this to you. Um, you know, they, they, I, I ordered that, that butternut squash uh, red, quinoa dish with the cilantro. That's what it was. It was butternut squash. Yeah. That's why I'm not finding it. Okay. And I'll, I'll say this to you. I was blown away at how good it was. It was just, I could. It was. It, it could stand alone. It didn't need. It a, you, did. you didn't need a, a protein. You didn't need, you know, some high end yeah, lobster it was, tail. It's on their sides dish, and yeah. it's the roasted butternut squash. But with the roasted butternut squash came. It was like served on on top of red quinoa or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. cilantro. It had yeah. uh, had some uh, big big planks of really tender, delicious butternut squash that mixed really well with that red quinoa. Yeah, I think we had the sautéed asparagus and the Brussels yeah. sprouts also. So we did some yeah. of these sides. Had the, had the, the butternut the was really butternut was really good. exceptionally good. Yeah, and um, and we have crab. We had crab cakes. Yeah, and, and you know, the nice part about that night was that you know because it was your family, everybody was kind of just sh- uh, sharing. Yeah. So we we all got some of everything. You know, That's we got true. we got some of the crab leg. We got some of the the spiny the, lobster. Mm-hmm. We got some of the um, like I said that butternut squash and the Brussels sprouts and the asparagus tips. And uh, the oysters. There was one thing that my, one of my cousins ordered that none of us really cared for, and I'm trying to remember what that one was. That was the only thing we were all like, "Huh, not not really, uh-huh. Uh-huh. not really too impressed." With well, that you one. know, this is that's not this not nitpick here. I mean, unless you want to, do you want to have a little nitty picky? No, I was just saying everything was good with the exception of one <coughs> one thing. 
Well, so you, don't you can't, order that. Nothing can, <laughs> yeah, don't order that thing. We can't tell you what it was to I can tell offer. You. I can find it if you want. Well, yeah, to. go ahead. Continue looking. Right. So, uh, but you know what I think you should do? You should definitely tell us about your uh, trips. You've taken some uh, trips over the last couple months. Oh, I did. I took my mother to Panama and, you know, not for. Not, not for, for food. Not, not for, for vacation food. or food purposes, but. You know, obviously we got to eat when we're there. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it was interesting. I mean, I guess if you, how, how would I describe it? It's definitely, you know, a South American type of fare, right? And because it's Panama, because you're right there and the main, their main thing is fish. Mm -hmm. Obviously, everything I had was fish. I mean, right. <laughs> every kind of fish. Anything, anything stand out? Anything stand out particularly? There were a few things that stood out, which are odd because it's one of the things that I don't ever eat is tilapia, right? Or how do you, how do people say it? <laughs> what, what, tilapia? Is that what you're waiting for? I, I don't really care for that at all. So, I mean, it's like a bottom feeder. They eat the crap, right? I mean, you're not well, supposed to want to eat We used to eat, eat the, we used to eat that tilapia in yeah, tacos. it's bad for you. I mean, okay. they say it's bad for you. So I don't really eat that. So when we were there, the, I, I um, had this guide that we hired this, um, guide that i asked him i said i want to go see something really interesting and take me to places where you know are more um local fare or just you know i want to to really experience panama not the touristy way and we ended up going to this um we took a, a canoe ride across the chagras river to this little indian uh village you know like this indigenous group of people there and they, you know, they showed us what they do and what they make. And, and they actually made um, fish that like cooked up the tilapia. And they had um, the plantains, the fried plantains. And it was delicious. I, I mean, it, they fried it up. They fried that stuff up, though. But it was really good. <clears throat> I mean, tasted delicious. The only thing I can say, though, at what the Panama, uh, Panamanian food that they serve with everything is the plantains. They serve it with every mm -hmm. dish it's almost like that's the standard side dish like uh, the chinese or japanese will have rice uh -huh. and mexicans will have beans and rice that kind of stuff plantains is their thing right and got it with everything but i don't i can honestly say i don't love the plantains the way they make them which is too fried too hard okay um as opposed to like if you're having cuban and well they're a little more tender a little moist yeah, a little uh -huh. less fried up but okay but the fish everywhere, I had um, I had this carpaccio style, like a, a octopus right. that was, oh my God, just delicious. And had, um, of course, like red snapper, but they fried that whole sucker up. And again, like a whole snapper the with whole the thing, skin and the all? The head, the whole thing. The tail. Mm. It was so mm -hmm. good. Like a, like a flour batter? Like a, like a light? Yeah, like it's light, light so flour. light. Mm -hmm. Really, really light. Mm -hmm. And tasty so i mean i think we've had something similar to that when we went to costa rica i mean so i don't know if that's the type of the way they cook down there it, it seems to me like they do the the um hamachikama kind that of, way yeah where it's tender moist and yeah. then it's light exactly. batter crispy on the edges yeah with a ponzu just mm -hmm. dipping mm, right. mm, mm. Yeah, yeah no I, yeah. and their salsas they're really spicy like so if you ask them for and they don't call it salsa they call it something else what do they call it sauce um sauce like oh they call it picante okay so what i would say do you have salsa <laughs> they're like no we have picante <laughs> you know what really occurred to me it sounds really delicious right now uh one of those like uh, hamachikama the the uh what is it called the the yellowtail yeah, collar the yellowtail, yeah, the yellowtail collar 
and uh, they serve with ponzi. You know, it sounds really good. That red quinoa with that uh, that butternut squash on top really would sound really good as a side, because you don't often get a side with that. It just stands no, alone. No, because it stands alone. Yeah. <clears throat> but if you wanted something that kind of counter the te- the textures mm-hmm. and the flavors would be real mellow, and then you'd have that nice bright. Ponzi sauce with that sweet, delicious fish. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> I want to eat that. Now I'm ready for lunch. But yeah. No, no. Yeah. So Panamanian food, a lot of seafood, a lot yeah. of um, plantains, a lot yeah. of... Um, mm. But well, mm. I don't know. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it, I have to say. Well, aside from I, the I mean, plantains. I didn't have sushi Yeah. because they don't really do sushi. So everything's all cooked up, but it's okay. Still good. <clears throat> still delish. Cool. Cool, and you uh, also went to uh, Mexico. Yeah, for a, that's so different. Yeah. That one's you know that was all home cooked meals, right? Most of them. Anything what? stand out? I mean, with all the the things you ate. Well, my aunt's. I think we've talked about Tia Rosa. Before. Yeah, my yeah. my Tia Rosa. What'd she, she make? She made. Um, I didn't get to taste everything because I just didn't. Um, yeah. there was too much. She made sopes, which are my favorite, yeah. so uh-huh. I ate those, of yeah. course. Yeah. And she made um, mm. tortas de papa, milanesas. You know she knows how to do the sopes. Yeah. Boy. She made tacos, different kinds of tacos. Yeah. Um, but the, my mom had requested milanesa and uh, tortas de papa, which, you know, the, the potato. That's also at the Rosario. She does those really well. Um, yeah, but my and my aunt, my tia Chai was going to make that stuff. But because uh, the timing of everything... Yeah. The party ended up at my tia Rosa's house, so okay, my tia Rosa now, had to make it. Let's let's you know bust out a scandal, almost on par with something out of the um, the Housewives of Atlanta. Oh, God. Okay, so between no we yeah, well, let me let me finish my statement <laughs> here, and you'll decide. Um, Ro- we've had Rosarios or Chayo. We've had her uh, milanesas and tortas de papa many, many times. But I'm I can't tell you my tia Rosas because I didn't have them this time. <sighs> I didn't yeah. have them. Wow. I was too full on the sopes yeah, and the tacos. Yeah, I hear you. She, what, she made that green salsa, the green salsa? Yeah. And the oh, my God. She made this green salsa and this red salsa that was so freaking spicy. And delicious. Delicious, yeah. Mm, <laughs> and the guacamole and the whole thing. And the beans. Yep. And, yeah. Beans and rice and stuff. And then what kind of pork? pork? Um, What'd you put? What'd you put? What, no, <laughs> mine was... Oh, no, it was pork. I did yeah. pork. And then the, the, the last party that was had... I was too partied out and not feeling yeah. so great, and yeah. I didn't attend the last party, yeah. which apparently had the best food. And oh, I really? Missed it, and I was totally pissed off. The good news is that uh-huh. my mom brought. I said, "Bring me home some leftovers." Yeah, and she brought home tortas, uh, car- the carnitas with a bunch of you know yeah. avocado and the green salsa. Yeah, and she had she brought me mole, which is what. Yeah. Well, who's you know, mole? My, I don't know. I think it was my tia Chayo's family or my tia Rosa. I okay. don't know who made okay. the mole. Yeah. It was delicious. Really? It's like the kind that we're used to. Really? Right? So maybe okay. it's something from Leon. Maybe that's what they, how they make it. So about 77 ingredients, you know, maybe. all mashed together to make know. this dark, dark liquid love, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Spicy, but Yum. sweet, chocolatey. Yeah, chocolate-y. I don't know. It's just, Nutty. it was delicious. Yeah. It's all good. It's <laughs> so all I good. had a couple bites of that. On the boiled chicken? I, I don't know if it was chicken. I actually think it wasn't. There's, chicken. you know, I've, I've come to admire and love a simple boiled chicken. Yeah. You know, there's something to be said. I mean, granted, you, it's hard to infuse a lot of flavor into it. There's no. But that's there's why no, they do these things, right? You yeah, have a little yeah, mole sauce. No, you know, you don't have that my the the, the crispy edges of the mm-hmm. salt and the sugar all crisping on the edges, and there's no flour, you know, to to you know to uh, bake on, so to speak, or seasons to bake on. 
But you know what? When you boil it and you just you know, season it properly with like, you know, a few herbs, a little onion, mm-hmm. a little bit of garlic, yeah. you know, salt, you know, and you get that in there, just let it sit in there and it comes out all. Yeah, I think they had it with Melts pork. the skin down. I, got, I think that mm. one that was done with pork. But it was yeah. so, everything was so tender and juicy. And But so that's that's the thing. You got if, if a chicken is juicy, oh, it's love. <laughs> you know, I can take a fresh chicken. Like I was, I was looking at this recipe yesterday. Was it this morning? This is this morning. Um, I really had a hankering for uh, pozole, a green pozole, mm-hmm. and uh, we, which we you know we kind of got by. We kind of got by. Uh, we we st- I went to the uh, corner spot. We have in where we live. Uh, we live in the sticks, and uh, there wasn't much to eat around here. We've we've complained about it before on this show, mm-hmm. uh, but they in- recently installed a Gilberto's. Uh, well, they probably say it differently, Gilberto or something like that, right? <laughs> so. Um, they in, uh, put a little small spot here. It's new to this town, and uh, I, I've had tons of fun going in there, uh, in, you know, uh, um, trying different things. And they have an amazing chicken soup. They have a good uh, caldo de res, which is a beef soup, and they also have the menudo on the weekends. But um, have you tried their menudo? I haven't tried the menudo because I, I'm, a, I'm a snob. I'm a yeah, menudo I was snob. Say, you, you make your own. <clears throat> I make my own, and. Uh, I've actually had a request this year or two. Somebody said, "Hey, did you make me new though?" Oh, that was really, really. Oh, you know who liked it? Hmm. Um, Marie. Oh. She yeah. said she really liked it. Yeah. But you know, um, I, I I just do what my dad did. My dad taught me to make this a long, long time ago. My whole childhood, and he said, uh, you know, just you boil that uh, tripe down, add the patas, the legs, the legs, all the tendon, and the the. Well, you stuff. should tell people what menudo is because. Not oh, maybe maybe would know, I, would, right? I assumed everybody knew by now. Yeah, I don't know. Well, uh, menudo is a um, old school uh, soup, Mexican soup, and it's really viscous, uh, spicy, garlicky, oniony. Um, you serve it with you know sides, you know like uh, oregano and lemon and uh, chile and all that stuff, and you just. You serve it with like uh, co- uh, you know, hot tortillas, either corn or flour, with butter in the middle, you know, gooey dripping with butter, and uh, you just leave that tortilla sitting in that soup, absorbing all that delicious goodness. And that first bite of golden wiggly tortilla, mm, yum! With a cold until, beer until to wash it down it, until you have a bite of the tripe. So oh, you know, no, no. The, well, the, the well let's let's, let's understand what that is. Um, the the primary ingredient is a stomach lining of a beef. A cow of a cow. Yeah, picture that, everyone. Well, maybe Stomach you can't. Line. Maybe you can't. It is, um, it is like this thick layer of gristle on the inside of your intestinal tract, or the the intestinal tract of a cow, and it's um, it's kind of like uh, it's I guess I could say it's uh, looks like a gelatinous fur. Yeah, it's really gross. It's, uh, it's l- almost like l- picture um, what's that like what when you're it? in the ocean. And you're mm. uh, at the coral reef, like a coral. Yeah, <laughs> a, cor- like- a, a coral reef mm-hmm. or a coral blanket yeah. made of fat. <laughs> that's that's essentially. It's well, basically, disgusting. that's not a good description, but and but it the, smells like hell. It it, 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 it can, like yeah, dead. well, because it's Obviously your digestive tract. Yeah. Um, and uh, it it well, so in, there's there's no there's no good way to deal with it. Um, it it it's, has a heinous smell. Uh, and you can, uh, it's gelatinous and it's cold and you get it and you have to slice it up in these little kind of bite-sized chunks. And the, for me, the key to it is, I mean, from a new though, I've been to places where they make it and you, you eat the tripe and it tastes like, like solid chewy gum is what it tastes like. Cause they don't cook it long enough. 
And then you go some places where they cook it too long, and then it becomes these little thin layers of these kind of weird slimy slime. So you have to, for me, you have to cook it somewhere in the middle. You want to cook it so there's a little bit of bite, but not a lot. And all that gelatinous love goes into the soup. So the it starts out as a solid, and as you cook it, it, it those little pieces of tripe, uh, they boil down, and then they kind of infuse into the liquid of the soup. So coupled with that is a lot of onion, a lot of garlic, uh, salt. Um, you get the, the, the legs of the cow. Uh, when you buy them, they, they skin them and they put them uh, in a, they cut them in rings, probably about two inches thick. And uh, they're just this bone and tendon of the leg. Oh, my God. So you just stick that a chunk of a bone? You take that whole thing and you stick it into the, um, well, you, you know, for me, my, my dad, I, I actually, I learned something this year. Um, my, my father would always boil it separately for whatever reason. I didn't know until this year. I think it takes a lot longer to boil that, that tendon leg down rather than the, the tripe. Oh. I think it takes about half the time. The tripe takes about half of the time of the, of the leg. So you, that's why you always boiled it separately, right? Mm. So you season it up, and then you, what you really want is that bone and the tendon to start to separate. And you know, the knuckles all fall apart. And then what you get is you get the tendon. Uh, you know, and, it's, and a lot of people like tendon, you know, um, in a lot of cultures. I've, you know, I've been to, you know, Vietnamese food or, or uh, Thai, Filipino or Thai. They have a lot of uh, tendon in their soups. So the menudo, when you get it, is, um, uh, it, well, first thing, it's hard to deal with because th- by this time, it's very spicy, it's very herby, it's got chili in it, and if you drop it on the counter, on a white counter, it'll stain, it stains everything. <laughs> it'll, I mean, pretty much it's so, it's so potent, it'll actually stain the pan that you're uh, cooking it in. Uh, you have to cook it a long time. A lot of people like it. It's, it's been said for years and years and years and years that it is a great hangover uh, remedy. I've never... I don't think I've ever, hmm. I've never used it that way. I've well, just that's always. Not I've, totally true because you always used to have it the no, well, after, true. No, day but, after. But, but that's not necessarily years. saying that I used it as the remedy. I would just eat it because that was what it was to eat on New Year's or whatever. But it, I never said, okay, well, I'm going to go get it because I have a hangover. Did you, okay, but <clears throat> New Year's Day you had a hangover. Cause not, always, not, okay, always, not always. Not always. Not always. But I'm saying, when, when, when you, no, I've just, what I'm saying to you is I've never been able to say utterly and emphatically okay. that this is a good remedy. Okay. They, if people say it, and I believe them, but I never have had the experience myself. Of, I mean, a tremendous oh, yeah. amount of fat in well, it. Well, that's all it is, is fat. It's it's a tremendous amount of fat. And if liquor somehow, you know, uh, uh, binds to the fat and you're able to get rid of it sooner, maybe that's the case. Or maybe, maybe you sweat it out, you sweat the, the liquor out from the, the chili that you eat inside there. I don't know the answer, but for me... It's just good soup. I definitely can't eat it all the time. You will have a coronary shortly after your third or fourth <laughs> serving. Um, but it uh, it does, it can be good. And it's an acquired taste. I don't think somebody from, you know, uh, I don't know, if you if you don't eat that type of stuff all the time or, or you don't eat the, the animal from the rooter to the tutor, then you... <laughs> Then you're, then you're not going to. Uh, this is not going to be. You know, not going to be normal for you. So, anyways. Yeah, trust me. I mean, for me, I've just never. I mean, and I've had it. It, it, it like you said. I think certain things you acquire a taste for them after years. I know I did with mole when I first had mole as a child. I hated it. Uh-huh. It was such a strong flavor. Now I love it. Yeah. But I 
growing up, I hated it until I got into my teens. Well, this this was my but situation. I've nev- but I've never been able yeah. to do the. My, the well, you, you I heard that you 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 forgot to tell the story about your dad and your mom. Uh, your mom took your oh dad God. to Mexico, <laughs> and uh, she introduced him to Menudo like without telling him what well, it no, was. No, she didn't. She took him right to to meet her family and friends in in Mexico, and he's as white as they come. Uh, uh, I mean, even though he was Hispanic. He was born and raised in the U.S., so had and didn't speak Spanish, didn't know anything. You know, he was just very white. So he went to um, Mexico, and they served him menudo, and <laughs> he needed to be polite, right? He was he was a very polite person, and he was eating the soup, and he's like, "Oh my god!" He was so disgusted because he said it was <laughs> the meat, the tripe was like basically, you know, rubbery. Or it was like slimy, like like snot, and he he was trying to figure out, oh my god, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? How am I gonna eat this? And so he literally swallowed it. He swallowed it whole. That was the way he got it down. He told me the story where he first when he first had it, it was so disgusting, and he just swallowed it whole just to get get it down. And but by the time he was obviously much older, when we came around, he said he he had acquired a taste for it. And he liked it now. That's all. And, and the thing about it is that there's no really way, good way to deal with it. Uh, you know, once it's once the party's over and people have been serving it all night, it's you know it's everywhere. It's all over the stove. It's all over the it's, you know, the, the, oh, and the by sink. The way, you should tell them don't ever, ever, ever cook that inside your house. Yeah, don't do that. Never, D- never, never do it when you're about to head out like for the night. Just because when you when you arrive, well, that. But if you never, I mean, if you can avoid cooking it in the house, don't. Because it's it's not a lot like fish. You know, like people like to cook fish in the house. This is the same thing. It's very potent flavor. It the smells. Smell it does smell of a barnyard. It, it smells. It, it does. Disgusting. It smells of a barnyard. And um, but you know what? I, I, for for all of its faults, it is a delicious soup. You know, it is. It's, and then and then the best part about it is if you leave it in the pot overnight and next morning you come out and you have a you <laughs> a have a you mass. have a solid mass of soup. You know, because it's just it's a chunk of soup. It's you know, hey hey, take this chunk of soup with you when you go. You know? It's so fat and it just it's completely just, it, it just hurts. coagulates. It yeah. just becomes a solid. <laughs> but you know what? A lot of people like it. I I do not all the time, but on occasion I do like it. And I made a good one this year. I didn't share with anybody. Uh, just made it for myself um, because nobody else would try it. <laughs> but I, I did. I did enjoy it. Um, but you know, nothing else from Mexico, huh? No. Nothing else that was really stunning. No, I mean it's t- t- uh, you know you know how I am. I. Mexican food is not my absolute favorite food. However, I do like you yeah, know, the oh, stuff my my aunt makes, which sure. is always she always makes me the same stuff because she knows we're gonna. That's what yeah. we want: okay. sopes and and tacos and. Um, I would have loved the mole. She says, "Oh, if I would have known, I would have made it for you." Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, you got to give a person a lot of warning on that yeah. one because it takes a while. To well, how, okay, how does it compare to your abuelita? The one I had was, uh, you know, my grandma's was the best to me. Do you remember what that exactly was mm-hmm. like? Do you? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can tell the difference. Yeah, I can like close my eyes and really, mm-hmm. yeah. Wow, that is that made an impression on you. Totally. Jeez. Totally. Like I at the end when I first started eating it, I thought it was the most disgusting thing, and my grandma would get so mad at me, mm-hmm. and and then you know, like I said, as I got older and. They kept making me try it. Just try it one more time. Just try it one more time. And I'm like, no, yeah. it's disgusting. I'm not eating that. 
And then, you know, but I would do it because my grandma told me to do it. Yeah. So I'd take a bite and do all that. You know, it's, it's strange that that's how Mexican food is because I, I, I too have a memory, uh, one of my earliest memories of menudo. Because, you know, my mom would never live, she wouldn't let her cook up in the house. No, right? So my dad would always invite, you know, 50, 60 friends over the next day because they knew they were all going to be out drinking. Or they'd be there. Sometimes they'd just be there, the you know, from the night before, never, mm-hmm. never stopped. So, um, but I remember one of my earliest experiences would, I mean, have a, a very, very, very vital image in my mind um, of my father standing over, I guess, what would be like a camp stove in the backyard under the tree, mm-hmm. you know, with this, uh, you know, with Athena, uh, this big, Big old pot. Big, you know, whew, how many how many gallons was it? It must have been like a big five gallon pot. No, ten gallon no, pot. Jesus, I'm trying <laughs> to think. Twenty gallon. Damn. I don't know. This massive, massive pot of, you know, col- it was a it's cauldron. A cauldron. <laughs> yeah. It was a cauldron, and um, stand there under the tree with the flames blowing, the steam coming off of it, and the st- and the stink. You know, because you, you get that breeze would blow it into the house, Ugh. and you get that barnyard smell with yeah. chili, a chili barnyard. They call yeah, it. It was like crap. But I remember crap my, and death. I remember like disappointing my father. You know, one of the, my earliest disappointments of my father is he because we were in the kitchen, and uh, it was because I, you know, I, you know, you smelled that thing all night long, and they're checking it all night because they always made it, you know, late at night because the the ritual was, you know, you, the the friends would be out drinking and carrying on, and they they be at my dad's house, and you know, about ten thirty, eleven o'clock at night. And my dad would say, "Okay, we'll get the knives out. We'll go out to the table, put some you know, paper on the table, you know, some newspapers and some uh, big knives and cutting boards." And then he'd say, "Okay, everybody, come on, let's cut the meat up." So they'd be in the, there, you know, cutting up this this stench-ridden meat on and newspapers. On newspapers. Oh, uh, well, you didn't cut on, you had a cutting board and a big knife, but um, so there's these drunken people all cutting <laughs> these pieces of meat up. And Probably then, had a piece of them inside that pot. Could be, maybe a thumb, <laughs> yeah. you know. And so uh, then you, you, you know, you, they cut it all up, and then they get the pot out in the backyard and st- put it in there. And he had back then you had to wash it because you had to wash what? You had to wash the meat. You mean you, to tell me you don't wash it now? Well, you don't have to apparently because the way they treat it now is different. But back then you had to like s- sanitize it. You had to get uh, baking soda, <laughs> baking soda, and soak it in the baking soda, and then it was really gross because the little bits of of, of lard of would be coming off this off this meat. So you what you'd have is this white water full of chunky bits of fat and so it, it really I don't really know how you could I don't, I don't know either like I really this. don't so again so all this is a process that went on and the whole house in one way or the other had some oregano slash chili garlic onion and fat and barnyard all smell was just on everybody Everybody you hug, they smell like it, right? Oh, so, I told you, I, so yeah, I have a but, horrible. But it memory. was always it was always funny because you you always knew what it was. Like I mean, even now, if you said to me, if I, you give me a hug and you were around Menudo, I know, I know you <laughs> you can't. You, you're making Menudo, aren't you? That so you're rolling around with the with the you've been on, in yeah, the yeah you've barn. been out in the far, in the barn or something <laughs> doing something gross. So, um, but one of my earliest disappointments with my father was I was uh, uh, in the kitchen. My mom was my mom was making food. She made a pot. She wasn't very really good cook. I mean, she made a couple dishes, but you know, for the she made this thing called uh, picadillo. But she, you told me it's uh, you told me it's a uh, it's a dish, and my mom made it as a soup. What do you right? mean it's a dish? It's I, it's more of a, a you know it's more of a, 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 a what do you call it like a casserole or a. Or it's a, a soup. Uh, I didn't say to you. Yeah? yeah. Okay. So she made it as the, the made this picadillo soup, and because I've had, I think I've had picadillo where it's just like a side dish, 
you know okay so um anyways it, it was there on the stove in the kitchen and i was a little kid and and everybody's over there eating menudo everybody's eating menudo and talking about it. oh it's so delicious blah 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 and uh, my, my dad says, you want to eat? And I say, uh, yeah, I'm really hungry. And I turned to my mom and said, mom, can I have that picadillo? But, but the, my dad, look at his face, was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I spent all these hours you know, working hard every day to put food on the table, make this delicious soup that everybody loves except your ingrateful ass. <laughs> and I was like, and even today, it, sound, you know, it hurts a little, you know, because you could see the disappointment on his face. <laughs> <laughs> But, but now he's looking down and you're going, ah, you see, I passed yeah. it down. Yeah, and here it is. Every new, every once in a while, you it. bust it out. Once make a it. year, once a year. Yeah, and I made a good one this year. If oh, you say so. Well, I, I, it was good because, you know, I learned a couple of years ago from your mom not to use, I, I, my dad always used powdered onion, what? powdered garlic, you oh. know. And I never I didn't think much of it. I didn't think it was going to be a, make a big difference. But, you know, using a, real onions, several real onions, lots of real garlic, blah, blah, blah. It did make a difference. Oh. It's a much more... Um, it's much more flavorful to me than it was before, but it's it's good. So maybe uh, th- I have pictures on on the YouTube page or the the Facebook page of um, one menu that I made a couple of years ago, and oh, really? people liked it. Mm-hmm. But anyways, so I you know I think we talked enough for today. <laughs> I think we covered some things. Um, no, but now we need to talk about pozoles. You need to take a stab at oh, making your own pozole. You know that's even see. There's always mystery. Around, well, because you know I'm not exactly in the know. Uh, it, there's a mystery about it. Like the, there's some wow. kind of like magic that is that takes to make a good pozole. Because you know, you know, Mexican people always talk about like, oh yeah, one time when I was in, when I had this guacamaya one time oh, in kind of guacamaya one time in this I little, don't know anybody that's ever said that your uncle Rick uncle. your uncle Rick I know yeah. but I'm saying no one knows but what it, he'll say is. yeah man I had this guacamaya one time in this little town and, ooh the chili was hot right <laughs> and you go oh man and then you, you say, you say he tastes another guacamaya Oh, it's nothing. It's not as good. It's not this one time I was in Oaxaca. I was in Oaxaca. I was in Oaxaca one time in 1974 with this this scat bag girl. But have girl. you really ever heard of a Oaxaca outside my my? No, no. I can't. I'm just saying. I'm using that as an example. And but I'm saying, but, Mex- but Mexican people are very particular about their food. Like I had a friend uh, wait, wait, with wait, no no wait, names wait, mentioned. Wait, but have you ever talked to anybody? Outside of my family, but let's not get stuck on Wakamaya. Let's, let's let's move on to something else. Wait, I'm saying I'm just to you, curious. I, does I, that exist outside of Leon? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know, but so I, no let, me, let me let me just say this to you. Are you are you do writing a book? What are you doing? <laughs> so, so anyways, um, but when it comes to Mexican food, there's always like you know the the one I had. You know, the one time I was in this little town, or this girl I used to know, or or my 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 abuelita, is. or my cousin, or yeah. Bob, they make the best one. Right. Oh, yeah, so like so my menudo was like, I mean, you know, I'm not particularly, uh, I mean, you know, I wasn't, uh, I didn't grow up around that situation very often. My dad was the only one he made it because his dad made it. Mm-hmm. So for all you know, yours tastes like crap compared to others. Uh, you know, so that's what you're used peop- to. Yeah, people taste my menudo and say, oh, this is the same one as that the, the little lady with the can, you know, in the market. <laughs> Uh, what's it called? Do they make canned menudo? Yeah, have yeah. You had it? Uh, it's menudito, and it, yeah, I, I think I may have had it once. Is it awful? I don't recall. It's, let's say the one time I don't think it was very good, but I've had you know different ones, and some are some are not to my liking, and some are. I've only had maybe one or two that are to my liking in my forty-eight years. Uh, but again, you know, it's, you have to boil it long enough. You know, you have to season it right. So, all right. So, pozole is next. So, yeah. So, the pozole, but the, the the mystery and the magic behind it was always like, well, I, you know, you don't know if you have a good one. 
You don't. You you make a pozole and you and you see a recipe on the internet or you see ten recipes. Mm-hmm. You don't know which one's which and which one's the best one. That's true. So just ask my mom. Hers is really he, good. He's a, mm, it's a high, you know, strange. But it's not as hard as you'd think. You know, you you do start out with water and onion and garlic, and then you uh, take a whole chicken and you put it in there and you boil it for a certain length of time, and then you start at, then you start building the flavor on top of it all but it starts out really with chicken and water a whole chicken and water and you, you're building all you know that all the bones and all the the skin and all the that's what's adding to the soup and i'm not a huge soup lover but i do like pozole and i like it to be you know i like a, a, a decent one i like my mom's i've gone to restaurants well, like downtown let, san let's, diego let's understand you know what like i said the flavor from the the bones and the meat which make a good stock right and then you start out with that stock that's created by boiling the chicken. And then, and even you, you, you know, you're going to add in the hominy for texture. Mm-hmm. You're going to add in the chili for flavor. You're going to add in the, uh, the cabbage and the, the rabanos. And the, what I'm trying to tell you is that you, without that, it's not, it's just a soup. It's just a, a chicken soup without all that stuff. Right. Right. So what makes it like even today when I was saying, I don't know if we mentioned it, but I bought a chicken soup down at. Gilberto's, yeah. Gilberto's, mm-hmm. and uh, I doctored it up with a little of the green salsa they serve from that salsa bar, and I added a little hominy. Mm-hmm. Could have been any pozole I've ever had in my life. To how good it was to me. Yeah, see, that didn't taste like pozole to me. Well, then you, it, then you have to tell me what the difference is because you know what, it all starts out as a, as a as a caldo, yeah. and then you build it from there. Yeah. Add this or add that, and it becomes it what you be want. The seasonings that change it. Up I don't. The, the seasons are really simple. No, I'm saying for pozole, I'm, I'm, well, they add a little something let's, different. I sure, know. of course they do. They call it love. They call it love. <laughs> but um, let's look at let's look at a, a simple pozole. I had one recently because my mom had made it, and mm-hmm. it was so good. It okay. was delicious. I think you know your mom really. Your mom, uh, she doesn't cook as much right. anymore, but she uh, her like sopa de fideo. Oh. Okay. That is one of my favorites. Period for her dishes, they're just it's so. Um, well, my so cousin and her daughter, she they had it too, and and you know her daughter, you know who I'm talking about, but she no. she doesn't like much of anything, and so we they got her to taste it, and she said that's the best soup I've ever had in my life. From where? From where? <laughs> my mom made the oh, pozole. Okay. And, and so so Bella, right. Bella tasted it. So right here, this is a red one, but let's look at a green. Okay, so here's a chicken pozole and uh looks like they put in let's see two pounds of boiled chicken okay and there's hominy in there okay uh one pound of tomatillos one one large onion three jalapenos six cups of chicken broth uh dried oregano coarse sea salt um, cilantro, hominy, and then your 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 garnish, your cabbage, your radishes, is jalapeno, cilantro. Is that a cilantro. red one or is that a green one? That's a green one. Okay. So Would to I me, usually, I, to to me, like the, the exception of the, I mean, you don't put a lot of oregano. Oregano is kind of common in in menudo. A lot of oregano in that in that soup. No, you put you put oregano in pozole. Right. That's what I'm saying there. But so if we had added oregano to the chicken soup we had this morning, it would literally be this. It would be this dish. Wow. Yeah. That's the only thing that's different. So the cilantro, well, the hominy. The tomatillos, the. Okay. So it, you. But, but you know, here's the thing, though. That green salsa that, that we have yeah, put in there. You put the green salsa tomatillo. In. That's true. So if you added oregano you know what, to that. What's also different, too, is the way that they. they, they did, the soup that you had this morning. Yeah. 
it wasn't boiled chicken. It was almost like as if that chicken was cooked and then thrown in. Sure. And sure. so the sure. chicken was not as good. Oh, I, I mean, like I'm, that I'm shredded. Okay. Okay. I see, what, I see what you're bone. doing. I see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But that's that's why the initial boiling of the, the but chicken. But it's a red one. Look at the what the, the ingredients on a red one. Because oh, that's, that's pork. what I'm used to. That should to. be pork. So that's three pounds of bone, a boneless pork leg. Uh, hominy, ancho chiles, guajillo, un, white onion, uh, chiles de arbol which are optional because they're hot That's as hell. Yeah. Um, three cloves of garlic, oregano. See, again. I think I'm more used to something similar to that one, not the green one. Well, yeah, but and I, me too, because I mean, every time I say pozole, I don't think of chicken. You don't think of the but green I, I, I do like a green pozole. And as a matter of fact, I'm so glad that we didn't drive to downtown San Diego to get the... Yeah, we were going to go do Old Town San Diego. Yeah, and sit at a table and... No, 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 <laughs> no, no, right here. This is good. Right at home. Mm-hmm. Simple soup from the thing. Yeah. By the way, Gilberto's, I'll tell you this, man. Before Gilberto's or Gilberto came to town, I was not a fan. Just not. No. No, because I, I, I guess I got burned by living in San Diego so long with the Roberto's, Gilberto's, Alberto's, Gilberto's. Just too many. There was a Berto. Yeah. I think there was even a, one that was a guy dressed as a bear and he his big toe <laughs> his big toe was swollen you know, Jill, never mind. so anyways yeah so this is the same thing it's got bay leaf it's got oregano it's got garlic yes, bay leaf. Uh-huh. uh chile de arbol the white onion the wajillo the ancho yeah, yeah. okay i see yeah. what you're doing but it's again the ancho and the and the wajillo are just for the salsa the color you know yeah, but it gives it the flavor it it's does but you can do that same thing with a red salt a good and then afterwards your garnish salsa. is is what makes it key to me you gotta sure. have the the cabbage, and the, the onion, and the, and the yeah, onion the oregano. And this one says four tablespoons of Mexican organo. Organo. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I don't know what that is, but it sounds it's delicious. Not a, it's not oregano. It's no, organo. it's organo. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. So you know, I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna come up with one. Yeah, you should do and that because I'm it's gonna, a rainy day. It's rain, and rainy days really and Sundays. Good. Oh, wait, rainy days and Monday always get, get me, me down. down. <laughs> yeah, they do. So I'm not down today though. All right. So maybe you'll do it tomorrow. Might could, might Still could. It's gonna rain tomorrow. You know, it's Sunday. We could, we could do it. Right. Uh, I could go down to the store here and get some ingredients. Give it a try, and then you can report back. Yeah, <laughs> I'll report back and to on my my own interpretation of this soup. It's maybe you be. need to make both a green one and a red one. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of work. No, it's not really that bad. It's just time consuming. You got to get all the stuff. You know, that's the thing. When I was in in culinary school, the one thing I did really re- like about it is that when you get there, the recipe what you're gonna make is already known. Is it already knees down? No. No, no, no. You just had a big table of raw ingredient, but it was the ingredients for your your menu for the day. So you didn't so have to go searching. You, you didn't have to go buy. It's you all go, right there. You didn't have to buy anything. There was no questions of quantity. You had, you know, you had uh, scales and you had cups and blah, 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 all the utensils. So it was like, you know, you just go in, perform it, all and leave. There. But see, when you got to do this and you have to make it, You've go got, to the store. You got to find all sure the and, and you got to make sure you have the right amounts. And then you look at the okay, how, ancho, no, the ancho, now how many? Ch- it says five ancho chiles, but the problem is they may come in different sizes. Sure. So if you get an ancho that's eight inches long, or you get one that's four inches long, that's going to taste very differently. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and so I don't know. So yeah, it's it's not as easy. But when, like, we we were fortunate though. We have a good Mexican store in this town. We do. Yeah, lilac. Lilac. Yeah, the lilac store. Oh, it is. Oh yeah, what? I didn't know it was a good what? store. What? <laughs> what? Well, maybe because you don't go shopping. That's true. That's well, gonna. I don't that's, cook, and I, don't, that's I just gonna, like to eat. <sighs> Who doesn't? 
Tell me something I don't know. A bunch of, you know, white women don't like to eat. A bunch, a bunch of bunch what? Of, a bunch of, you know, women that don't want to gain any weight. All the, basically everybody in Beverly Hills. Everybody hey, wait, wait. Are you, are you doing, are you, what are you doing? You said who doesn't like to eat? Those people. They don't oh. need anything. Okay. Well, let's not get into their kitchen. We don't really, <laughs> that's their business. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, we, we have a good store over there. They have all the ingredients that we need and uh, we can put it together fairly easily. Cool. So we'll do it tomorrow. All right. All right, so uh, we're going to sign off for now. We've spoken enough. I'm sure you're tired of hearing about hearing, uh, hearing our dumb voices talk. <laughs> but uh, we will talk at you soon again. Uh, I'm planning on doing these more regularly. Um, maybe do some, you know, some technique stuff. Maybe put some stuff on YouTube. Uh, YouTube. And, uh, well, you know, we'll talk more about food. So if you, uh, you want to hit us up on Facebook or uh, Instagram or Twitter or any of those other, you know, uh, things, I think we're on there. Say hello. Tell us your experiences. Tell us if you tried some of our stuff or uh, the, some of the restaurants we've told you about or some of the food that we've told you about. And if you tried to make it and tell us your experiences, love to hear about it. And otherwise, signing off for now. And don't forget, keep an eye out for Pickle Wagon Pickles. They'll be coming to a store near you sometime soon, uh, hopefully sooner than later. <laughs> All right. Don't get creepy. I'm sorry. Too late. Born <laughs> creepy, babe. Born creepy. All right. All right. Peace out. Bye.